Hi again, uh, Gary Corpenning from Venice Presbyterian Church outside Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I uh, want to continue our chat about Romans 12. Um, we've been talking about Romans 12 now for a while, and we're about halfway through, not quite, maybe two-thirds, I don't know, something like that. Anyway, I just want to recap it a little bit because it's those that verse 2 in particular that really is uh, uh, defining for what this whole passage is about. In Romans 2, we read that we are, Paul says, do not conform yourself to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, with the implication that it's the Holy Spirit of God who's re, who's transforming us. And that's our call. And then as we go a little further, we saw down in Romans 12, 9, the, and, and then all that follows, is this emphasis on love, and that the, the clear implication is that that one of the key, probably the key distinctive of a transformed life is love. Love is the key distinctive, the, the preeminent characteristic that marks what a trans that you have a transformed life. This is what a transformed life looks like. It has love. And without that, um, there is a good question as to how transformed that life is. You know, sometimes I think we think that it's righteousness. And certainly that's a very important thing. But Paul really emphasizes this role of love. And I don't know, I don't want to suggest the two are in competition, but that love is an expression of righteousness. And righteousness without love is not a transformed life. So what we saw last time I taught yesterday, uh, from the first half of Romans 12, verse 13, is that one of the characteristics of love is this sharing of lives. Paul says, share your lives with those who are in need, with Christians who are in need. That's what verse, the first half of verse 13 in Romans 12 says, is to share your life, enter into this shared life, open your life up to the, to the believers, to other Christians who are in need. Now, that loving of God's people is, um, is an important thing. Um, it, it, that we share our lives with those who are close to us. And it is a kind of love of those who are, in theory, called to love us back. Um, now, that's still important because we are a community of people, of people who love one another within the body of Christ's church. It's important. It is, in some respects, an easier form of love. And it is the kind of love that the world can sort of understand, right? The world understands the kind of love where you love those who are loving you back those who are your people. Loving your people is, uh, the world can understand that. That isn't a dramatic sort of kind of love that differs from the way the world goes about love. The world understands how you might love your people, um, love your tribe, love those who are going to love you back. But Paul pushes this, this um, love of the... Uh, of those who are your people pretty far to the point where the world gets uncomfortable with it because he says it's it's a, a sharing of our lives it's not just the giving some money but it is a, an opening of your life entering into a relationship with those who are in need who are part of your people but then paul moves beyond what the world is at all comfortable with as he goes into the second half of romans 12 romans 12 the second half of it says pursue hospitality. And I want to pull that, those words apart for a moment. He says, pursue hospitality. 
That's the best translation, I think, for that. And the word that he uses for hospitality is very telling. It is, I'll say it in Greek. You, can, you don't know whether I'm right, maybe, so I'm just going to say it. But this is the, what it is. Philoxenia. Philoxenia. Philo, which is to love. Philos, to love. It's a form of love. And xenos is the Greek word for stranger. Hospitality is to love the stranger, to love the one who is outside of your group, who is not your people. Loving someone who is not one of your own group, who is outside your tribe, the stranger. Philoxenia, hospitality, is welcoming in the one who is on the outside. That's harder. And our world is a lot less comfortable with that. We don't live in a hospitable society right now. And that's, uh, that's where we have an opportunity to really be different. Um, this, is, this is not the world's way to love. The world's way to love is to love your own people and to keep the stranger at arm's length, to keep the people who are not your people at arm's length, push them away. That's the world's way of loving. You love your own, you push away the ones who are not your own. But Paul says that, that the love that is the sign of a Christ transformed life is the love that welcomes in the stranger that welcomes the stranger in and paul's very serious about this because he uses a very strong word which i'm going to come back to again tomorrow paul uses the word to pursue is a strong word it's it's the word of chasing down of hunting after of aggressively seeking out um, what we're going to see is in fact that word is the same word that's used that means persecute but here, it means to chase after. Now, in persecuting, it is to hunt someone down. But in, in here, what we got is a chasing after a good thing. Chasing after that love. Loving our own people and loving the strangers who are not our own people. Paul links them together. The love that is a sign of a God-transformed life is one that does not draw lines. It does not exclude anyone. It doesn't exclude people on the basis of race or ethnicity and you get harder it doesn't exclude people on the basis of political affiliation it doesn't exclude people on the basis of their personal opinion about how to deal with a pandemic and the list goes on we're meant to love all people and welcome them and if there are categories of people that you can't love people for whom who will you can never open your life then your life is not fully transformed uh, by God's grace. That's the sign for us. Now we're all there. We're all in that place in some ways. We all have limits. The key is to know that we have those limits and to seek to, to enlarge our love, to seek to grow bigger, wider, less limited love. The key is to chase after a heart of love like Jesus' heart of love. And in this hostile, divisive time, striving to show love for in, uh, in the context of our angry society, to show them what real love looks like, that's our opportunity. Let's do that. That's the challenge for today. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for helping us with this love. Teach us how to love like Jesus does. In Jesus' name, amen. We'll talk a little more about these things tomorrow. I'll see you then. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Pastor Gary's Audio Notebook. If you found it helpful, please leave a review on whatever platform it is where you get your podcasts. 
If you'd like to check out more of my content, you'll find links to my blog and to my YouTube channel in the notes to this episode. I have a great deal of written and video material in those two locations. Check back regularly to this podcast site. I'll be posting new audio material here regularly. Thanks. Thank you.